All right, welcome back. It's the Avid Investor Podcast with me, your host, Josh Adamek. And today I'm going to talk about construction and managing and, and working with, with contractors. So um, first thing we need to understand, uh, to, first thing we need to cover is that if you're going to be in, in real estate, if you're going to be a real estate investor, uh, if you're going to be an active investor, uh, which means you're going to be out actively buying properties, whether it's to keep uh, in your rental portfolio, whether it's to, you know, fix them up, you know, flip them, sell them, whatever. Um, regardless of what aspect uh, of real estate investing you're in, construction is a big part of that. And, and it's important that you understand uh, that we understand construction and that we understand, um, you know, some some ways to go about uh, working with 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 contractors and 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 understanding and knowing the process. So first things first, you might want to write this down. This is pretty important um, for me to cover. So fast cheap and good you can pick two no matter how, how hard you, you try um you'll never get all three when it comes to uh construction and what that means is uh if if you're going to hire a contract you're going to hire a handyman whatever um you can find somebody that's fast and cheap but it's not going to be good you can find somebody that's fast and good that's that's cheap and good but it's not going to be fast you can find somebody that's fast and good but it's not going to be cheap so um that's what i mean by fast cheap and good you can pick two. Um, no again, no matter how hard you try, you'll never get all three. So, um, you know, if 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 you're new to the business, if if you're trying to, um, you know, forge a relationship uh, with a general contractor, handyman, whatever, um, you know, it's a two way street. You got to under understand it's a two way street. So, if you treat your guys well, you take care of your guys, you pay your guys well, uh, you pay them on time. Um, you know, when, when they're done with the job, you know, when they're completed, paying them in a reasonable amount of time, they're going to want to continue to work for you. Um, but when it comes to forging a relationship with a contractor, handyman, whatever, um, you know, if you're always trying to, you know, beat them up on the price, um, give them a hard time because they're not done yet. You know, you're really, you're really hammering on them, harping on them. They're not going to want to work for you. So, um, you know, the world that we live in right now, uh, there's, they're, they're currently, you know, uh, post COVID, uh, with everything that's going on, I mean, you know, there's a uh, uh, there there there's limitations with um with with contractors and their crews and you know the workforce is I keep I keep saying the workforce is non-existent. You know, a lot of the guys that are are doing work for me are are running skeleton crews right now, which which means you know they used to be five six man crews, now they're two three man crews. I mean, you know the 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 workforce just isn't out there right now. So you know that being said, you 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 know this it, during these current times, you have to be aware of that. Um, you know and and understand and and understand where where the guys are coming from. What uh, understand expectations. What um, you know when they say I can't be there for two weeks. I mean you know the reality is they can't get there for two weeks. So um, you have to understand um, all aspects of of you know there's it's a two-way street you know it's got it's got to work with um uh with you as the customer and uh uh the uh the contractor it's got to line up with their schedule so um going off on a little bit of a, a tangent here but there's there's a lot of things uh that i want to cover you know in this in this podcast in this recording so first things first wanted to cover that fast cheap and good pick two um, you know, next is, is, uh, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to being a real estate investor, when it comes to, you know, being a, a property owner, uh, owning an investment portfolio, being an active investor, I think it's very important that, um, that, that you and we understand construction and understand all 
aspects of construction. As I said, it's a big part of the business. It's a huge part of the business. Um, you know, whether you're buying a property, fixing it up to, you know, put a, put a resident in there, doing a full renovation to sell it. Um, you know, whether you're dealing with maintenance and turns and things like that, if you have a long-term portfolio, uh, construction is a big part of the business. So, um, in my opinion, it's very important to understand construction. Uh, and uh, I'm not saying you have to be a general contractor, but I'm saying it's important to, you know, understand the process, understand the different aspects and, and things that are involved with the different aspects of construction, uh, whether it's, you know, your general contractors, your HVAC guys, your, your electricians, you know, your plumbers, your roofers. Um, you know, it's, it's, I'm not saying you need to know how to put a roof on, or you have to put your own roof on. I'm not even suggesting that I'm not saying you have to learn how to, you know, rewire a house, but I, I, I am saying that, that you need to understand the process. Um, and for me, you know, when I started in the, in the business, um, I said this, and, you know, I talked about this more in, in more detail in previous episodes, but when I started in the business, I was very hands-on, um, with my uh, uh with my properties with my with my renovations i didn't do you know all aspects i didn't uh you know i didn't rewire houses i didn't you know rewire plumbing uh, or replumb houses um you know any anything like that but you know when i started in the business i was buying single family homes and you know doing uh moderate light to moderate rehabs on these homes in order to um, you know, put a resident in there for, you know, long-term cash flow and go to the bank. And I, I was going to the bank, I would refinance and then I would do it again. Um, so, but you know, when I started, I was very hands-on with the construction. I was going out nights, weekends, um, you know, things like that. It was pre-kids. Uh, so I had time, um, and, and I was very active and, and what that allowed for me, uh, was to, um, you know, to, to, to learn the process. And I was a hands-on guy in, uh, in, in my previous career in the automotive industry, but so I understood, you know, just general, um, you know, uh, I had a general knowledge of like hand doing things hands-on. So, um, but when it came to, you know, construction, you know, so a lot of that stuff was new to me. So, you know, I, I, you know, I was very active with it. I would, I would go, I would, you know, I'd paint the house. I'd, I'd, I do the demo, of course, you know, rip the carpets out, uh, clean things up. And, and, you know, I would do some light to moderate construction myself, you know, the painting, uh, even though I hate painting, um, you know, I would paint the house, I would put some flooring down, you know, I put some kitchen cabinets in some countertops, you know, things like that. So I was, I was very active, um, you know, early on in my career and what that allowed for me, uh, uh, was, was to, to kind of learn the process, learn, learn that side of the business learn what all is involved um you know with construction and then as my as my business progressed and as i continued to do more and more i had less and less time to you know be hands-on um but over the course of time you know being active on the job sites maybe i'm not maybe i'm not doing the physical construction but you know as i'm doing full remodels i'm there every day i'm you know i'm helping you know i'm helping out where I'm, i can maybe i'm doing material runs things like that so i i sort of transition from from uh doing a lot of the stuff myself to kind of middle of the road where maybe i'm maybe i'm doing some demo here on the on the weekend or maybe i'm maybe i'm doing a material run or something like that or maybe i'm helping out here um so i kind of kind of phased myself out over time of construction so um now you know i spend i spend a lot of time you know 
not on the job site because I have a good relationship with general contractors. But over that course of time, what I'm getting to is is being being active in the job, doing the job, and then being very, very active on the job site, which I'm still on the job sites uh, actively today, but I'm not there all day, every day, um, but being active on the job sites and, and you know, with the general contractor, um, that allowed me to learn the process. And then, you know, just over the last 10, 15, nearly 20 years, um, just being active, actively buying, actively working with general contractors, you tend to, you tend to learn things along the way. But um, what I'm getting to is, is it, it is very important to understand construction. If you're not a contractor by trade, if you're not a hands-on person by by you know trade or or your within your background it, it is important to um you know know the process because when you're working with a general contractor uh first you know when you when you buy a house you need to know how much it's going to cost to fix it up you have to have a general idea uh you have to be able to put a general you know scope of work together a general budget uh and then when you close on that house and you're working with your general contractor uh, or your handyman or whoever to get your pricing. I mean, you have to know what stuff costs and in order to, to know what stuff costs, you have to know what it takes, you know, to, to get, to get the work done. Um, you, you need to understand the process involved with, uh, um, you know, all the processes involved with a complete renovation or all, you know, everything that's involved with rewiring a house or replumbing a house or, you know, putting a new roof on, resheating the roof, um, you know, uh, windows, you know, you, you have to understand, you know, the cost and the process so that you can work with the, the, the general contractors. So um, when it comes to general contractors, uh, how do you find them? Um, you know, let's just get to the, to probably likely to the information that you want to hear. So, um, when you're, when you're looking to select a general contractor, how do you find them? Referrals are the best. Um, you know, right now, you know, we have, we have social media, there's all kinds of subgroups, uh, you know, Pittsburgh real estate investors, um, you know, all these other subgroups out there that, that are on social media where, you know, they're full of general contractors, full of, um, you know, people that, uh, that, that are subcontractors, plumbers, electricians, HVAC, um, anything like that. So, you know, when I, um, fortunately, you know, over the last several years, I've had a really good relationship with the contractors that, that I work with, um, you know, to where, you know, the expectations uh, are aligned, um, meaning, you know, we, uh, uh, you know, we do what we say we're going to do, which is pay them on time and at a fair price. And they do what they, they say they're going to do, which is, you know, get the work done at a fair price um, and in a timely manner. So, and, and I say, I said a fair price. I didn't say a cheap price. Uh, so, so when, uh, when working with a contractor, if interests are aligned, the expectations are aligned, that allows the ability to forge a long-term relationship for repeat business. Cause just like, um, you know, you as a real estate investor, uh, developer, whatever, just like, you know, you don't want to go out every time you buy a new house and, uh, you know, find a new contractor to work with. That's the, those contractors that are out there. They don't want to go, you know, searching for work, you know, every other week. So, you know, when, when interests are aligned, um, you know, as I had mentioned, you can forge that long-term relationship with the contractor. I've been fortunate. I've been blessed. Um, you know, I've been working with the same general contractor for five plus years, um, uh, on, you know, the new construction side of the business. Uh, I've been working with, 
Um, you know, we've been working with the same general contractor slash handyman type guys for the last three to four years. Um, you know, on uh, on on our buy on our portfolio on the portfolio side of the business, and why is that? It's because our interests are aligned. We pay a fair price. We you know we we expect you know uh, you know we we allow for a, a reasonable time frame to get the job done, and then on the contractor side, they do reasonable quality work. Uh, good quality work at a reasonable price. So interests are aligned, which allows us to continue to work together. Um, you know, so let's say you're out, you're out, uh, you're, you're, you're new in the business. You're trying to find a general contractor. You're trying to find a handyman, electrician, plumber, whatever. Uh, well, first things first, you need, uh, assuming you have properties that are in portfolio, uh, you have rental properties, you should have these contacts lined up before there's an issue. So when there's, when issues pop up, you know, when there's, there's an electrical issue, plumbing backup, something like that, you know, hit a rental property or somebody, you know, something that you're holding long-term, those issues tend to come at the most inconvenient times. So you need to have your contacts lined up in advance. Um, but, you know, assuming you're new to the business, just getting started, trying to find a general contractor, trying to find a plumber, HVAC electrician, how do you do it? Um, go to referrals, look for referrals. So I've talked about this before, uh, Acre of Pittsburgh uh, Real Estate Investors Association, um, where I'm on the board of directors as a volunteer. Um, that's how I got my start. That's how I made a lot of my initial contacts with uh, uh, construction and, and general contractors and subcontractors, just going to uh, the Acre Group, um, going to the Acre monthly meetings. Um, there are vendors there that are that are contractors and subcontractors, but then there's also you know a whole network of other uh, uh, real estate investors investors that are doing the same thing that you're doing that, you know, may offer up some, some referrals to you. So um, when selecting a general contractor, if you go to the social media groups and you just go in blind, you post, I'm looking for a general contractor for a rehab or whatever, try to get a referral. Um, you know, there are a lot, um, you know, a lot. Of, if you throw something out there, you're going to get a lot of self-promotion. Um, use, use, you know, here's my company, here's my company. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Um, but if you, if you select, um, you know, like a self-promotion type of thing, you know, uh, go, go look at the work, um, you know, uh, work with, um, uh, ask for referrals, go see some jobs, go visit, get to know this person, um, get to know their business and, and, you know, make sure your, your expectations and your interests are aligned, um, you know, with, with what you're looking to accomplish and, and what they're, they're willing to accomplish for you. So, um, you know, referrals are great. Uh, if you can get into a network, whether that's Acre of Pittsburgh or, you know, another subgroup, um, you know, if you can feed off of each other um, with, uh, with, with, you know, referrals, and that's not just contractors, you know, um, there's a whole, there's a whole slew of, of, you know, referrals that, that you can get from those groups and those subgroups. But today we're specifically talking about contractors. So um, referrals are great. Uh, so let's say, uh, you know, you got your furrow, you're, you're, you're ready to move forward. You got your property lined up. You got your contractor lined up. Uh, you're ready to move forward with the construction, um, and start the project. A uh, couple of things that I, that I highly, highly, highly recommend is, um, it's, you know, in our, in my opinion, in my business, it's a requirement is, um, 
make sure you have the insurance. Um, make sure you have the insurance in place. Uh, contractor has their their insurance in place. You're uh, uh, you're listed as an additional insured loss payee on on that policy um, for that job. Uh, you know there are there are you know you can have certain limits, certain certain limit requirements on the insurance, but insurance is an absolute must. Uh, another thing that is an absolute must is is a um, uh, general contractor's agreement, a contractor's agreement and a so scope of work. It's vital. It's crucial that, you know, when working with a general contractor, handyman, whatever, construction, that you have an agreement in place. Why? Because you need the black and white. Uh, you need the written scope of work. You need the written expectations. You need the general contractor's agreement. You need you need your agreements and your documentation in place. Why is it because, am I suggesting that, you know, the contractors are bad people, but no, absolutely not. Um, I'm not. Uh, why you need your Why you need your general contractors agreement? Why do you need your scope of work? Is so that your expectations and your interests are aligned, both as the, as, uh, as the customer and as the general contractor. Um, gen let's, let's face it, everybody's busy. You know, you're busy as an investor. You might be working a full time job, doing this on the side. You got family at home, kids at home. Um, general contractor has the same thing. He might have five, 10, 15 jobs going on. He's got his business. He's got his, he's got everything else going on, the family, the home life, whatever. Um, people are busy. Uh, so when you meet at a job site, don't think that your general contractor, that your, your job, your scope of work is the only thing on his mind. They got a lot going on just like you do. So it's very important that you have your written scope of work and your written uh, general contractor's agreement so that you have a general, so that you, you, you have the understanding and the expectations, your interests are aligned on what the expectations are step-by-step step to complete this job. So it, it's crucial, it's vital that you have that, that scope of work. And then that helps, you know, as you're progressing on the job, you know, depending on how large the job is, is it a quick turn, you know, paint, carpet, kitchen? Uh, is it a full remodel, you know, where it's a 14, you know, to 20 page scope of work? Um, or is it, you know, five, six lines on, on a sheet, you know, on a scope of work of, of things that need to be accomplished on a, on a turnover? So regardless of what it is, it's very important that you, that you have a written scope of work and a general contractor's agreement in the insurance in place. Um, why? Because that helps you throughout the process. You know, when you get to the end of the job, there's no, well, hey, man, you said you were going to do this. I didn't say I was going to do that. If you have your scope of work and your your contractor agreement, it's in there. It's in writing. It's black and white. It's a plain language agreement. There's no fine print. There's no hidden stuff. It's like, here's the 14 things that we were going to do on this job. Interests are aligned. Get get the scope of work. Get it done. Um, simple that simple as that. So, um, you know, when it uh, you know again, you know when it when it comes to working with a contractor, working with a handyman, subcontractors, things like that, um, you know, interests have to be aligned. You take care. You take care of your guys. Your guys will take care of you. You pay your guys well. Um, you pay them on time. Uh, you know, if your guys if, if your guys aren't chasing you for for a draw or chasing you for a final payment on a job, chances are pretty good you pay them well. You pay them on time. You won't have to chase them to do you know future work, future jobs for you. Um, and then you know, as far as as far as throughout the process, 
Um, you know, I'm not going to get into, you know, how you, how we do draw schedules or anything like that. Um, you know, that's between you and your contractor, uh, how you work those details out. Um, but you know, that again, the, the, the draw schedule would be in your, your construction agreement, your general contractor's agreement, uh, uh, along with your scope of work. So you got your scope of work, you got your general contractor's agreement in that contractor's agreement based off of the scope of work is your draw schedule. So, you know, that's, that, that tends to be, you know, some, a place where you have issues is one time, uh, time expectations and, and, you know, money, of course. So, um, when you, when, 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 when you have those agreements in place upfront, um, you know, and you both understand the agreements going in, you know, just a plain language agreement, plain language, you know, just black and white scope of work, um, leaves, you know, no, uh, no, no room for, you know, <clears throat> assumptions misinterpretations, things like that. It's like, here's what we're agreeing to. Here's what we're doing. You get A, B, and C done. There's a draw. You get, you know, next couple of items done. There's a draw. Um, you know, you get towards the end of the job, you know, we'll do, uh, we'll do a final draw, hold 10% back, you know, and then when you get the final occupancy and permit, uh, occupancy inspection, then, you know, we'll pay out those final 10%. So, you know, there's, there's a number of ways to, to, you know, structure draws, but the, the big thing is, is, you know, make sure that there's a clear understanding and expectations when you start the job of when those draws are going to come, um, what the expectations are in order to get those draws. And it's no, it's no conversations. It's no handshake agreements. Um, cause general contractor might be a great guy. Uh, you might be a great person, uh, general, you know, gen, general contractor might be a great guy, girl, whatever person. Um, might have the best of intentions. Uh, you might have the best of intentions as well, but you know, when you, when you base things off of a handshake, things get lost in translations, th things get forgot about. So, um, biggest thing is having all of that in writing, um, you know, in that scope of work. Uh, if you want to, you know, when it, if we back up a little bit, you know, when it comes to, you know, selecting a general contractor, selecting a subcontractor, or this, this also holds true for, you know, if you're a general contractor and deciding whether or not you want to work for, um, you know, for that investor or that customer, um, big thing I, I recommend is, is checking people out. You know, there's, there's, um, uh, you know, if you, if you do, and I'm not saying run a credit check, I'm not saying run a full criminal background check. I'm not saying have that, have that, I'm not suggesting have that general contractor, you know, fill out an application like a job application. I'm just saying, do some, do some little searches, you know, whether you're, whether you're looking at a general contractor, whether you're looking at a handyman, whether you're looking at a, uh, a subcontractor, or if you're on the other side and you are the general contractor, deciding whether or not you want to work for that person, check them out. Uh, Prothonotary civil docket, local magistrate filings. Um, they're free searches. There's information out there um, that's available. You will find out if if uh, you're looking to hire a possible general contractor, and you'll you'll if you search their 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 name. I mean, you'll see if there's if if there's issues if they've been to the magistrate, you know, many many times in the past for um, 
or or if they've been to common police court, um, you know, for issues with uh, with clients or or construction related issues or just, you know, uh, personal issues, drugs, drinking, um, drinking and driving, you know, things like that. So so you can on the Pathonitary civil docket on the local magistrate filings, you can find all of that information. And then same thing with it for the general contractors that might be listening to this, the, the subcontractors, check out your clients, your potential clients, your customers uh, before you decide to work for them. It, um, Pathonitary civil docket, local magistrate filings, check that person out. Um, do they have a history of, of, you know, ripping contractors off, not paying draws? Is there, is, is there a case history? Is there, is there, you know, issues just in general things think, you know, when, when you go to those, those, those websites, I mean, you can, you can see, and you can just like as a property manager, as a, as a property owner, we, we pre-screen our residents before we move them in as, as, as an investor, as a, uh, as a business owner, you should pre-screen people before you hire them as a business owner, as a general contractor, you should pre-screen people before you work for, before you decide to work for them. Um, you know, and that's that's just that's just the nature of the business. That's the the, the world that we live in. Um, you want to understand, you know, the, this relationship that you're about to get into. Um, you know, if you do some searches and you find a whole laundry list of of magistrate filings, um, you know, and, and, and issues, you're going to be the next on that line. You're going to be the, you're going to be the next person on that list. So um, chances are pretty good. So. So that's what we have today. That's what I wanted to cover today as far as, um, you know, construction, uh, selecting contractors and working with contractors. And again, you know, I could go on and on and on. Um, you know, we've had, uh, uh, you know, I've been in this business for almost 20 years. I've worked with all kinds of uh, general contractors, handyman, subcontractors, things like that. And the, the things, you know, that I've learned over the years um, that have helped grow and progress my business you know, I, you know, if, if we just hit the highlights, one, check people out before you work for them or before they work for you, um, two, uh, make sure everything that you do is in writing in a scope of work in a general contractor's agreement that prices are agreed to upfront before the work is done. Um, three, you know, make sure you pay your guys a fair price and have clear understanding and expectations or what to be, what, uh, of what, what's to be done. Um, you know, and, you know, last but not least, I mean, don't just go out there and look for the cheapest guys and expect them to do, you know, phenomenal work. I mean, is it possible, but yes, again, fast, cheap and good, you know, pick, uh, pick two. So, you know, that's what I have for today. That's my message on construction and working with contractors. Um, you know, again, uh, you know, take your take care of your guys, um, take care of your crews and your crews will take care of you. So um, construction is a huge part of the business when when you're in real estate, when you're an investor, when you're a developer, um, you know, whether you're, you know, holding long term rentals, things like that. Construction is a huge part of the business. So so make sure you understand it and understand all the aspects of construction. And, and again, I, I can't say this enough, you know, take care of your crews and your crews will take care of you when, uh, when the need arises. So that's my message for today. You know, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. If you found value in this message, all I ask in return is that you share it with someone that can benefit, um, you know, and we'll, you know, we'll keep going here. So if, um, if again, if you have anything you want me to dive into in detail, just, you know, hit me with a message, uh, DM, 
call, text, email, uh, let you guys have my contact information, but you know, all, all over social media, um, just hit me with a direct message. Let me know what you want to talk about. And we'll go from there. So thank you and have a great day.